0: watching the notre dame recruiting update this is blue and gold youtube my name is trey yanity excited to be joining you guys today and throughout the season as i'll be joined by mike singer the expert on notre dame recruiting guys notre dame now blue and gold is powered by on three this is a big move for us guys i'm really excited to tell you about it all as we get into the show tonight i gotta tell you about our exclusive deal that's not going to be going on for too much longer just one dollar for an entire year of coverage to on three sports so guys Be sure to go to Blue and Gold right now and take advantage of that exclusive deal. Like I said, Mike, extremely excited to be on here today. Getting to do this show with you. It's been a while since we've had the, the chance to catch up here. Excited to hear your thoughts on Jeremiah Love, his big visit this weekend. Some other big visits coming up as well. But, you know, as we kind of start the show tonight, a little bit of background on myself. I'm part of this On3 team here now. I've worked with a few different sites in the past, and you know, I've been able to observe your work here at Notre Dame, you guys do an incredible job. and I know our viewers here, the Notre Dame faithful, are incredible fans as well. So we thank you guys for being here. This is a live show, guys. So get in the comments section. Let us know your thoughts on everything going on in the world of recruiting and Notre Dame football in general, guys. And be sure to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Comment section works a little bit different maybe than some other YouTube shows you guys have been a part of in the past. Have to be a subscriber to get in the comments. We love our Notre Dame football community. We want you to be a part of that, so be sure to hit that subscribe button, get in the comments, and let us know what you're thinking. Micah, a crazy weekend, obviously, for Notre Dame football, and the world of recruiting is always a crazy time. So how's it going, man? How are you doing, and and what is going on in that world of Notre Dame recruiting?
1: Uh, Let let me start with this, Trey. I mean, look at this amazing backdrop we have as an ambulance is going by my house. Uh, (laughs) You know, I got Trey Yannity you know, as my host for this new recruiting show at Blue and Gold, I mean, this is I'm fired up about this, so um, that's first. I mean, I, I like this Tuesday afternoon slot, it, it you know, I, I can have a life on Thursday night, so I, I appreciate Trey you joining us on, on a Thursday afternoon. So, uh, this is this is exciting for our Blue and Gold YouTube page to have a recruiting dedicated show with a, a, an awesome host and Trey Anity. So, Irish fans definitely appreciate you guys joining us, and yeah, as far as Notre Dame recruiting. Um, I, I think a lot of Notre Dame fans who you know see the O and 2 start are thinking, well, well, there goes that 2023 class that was ranked number one for a while. No, no, st- still looking pretty good, guys. And uh, fighting Irish, or I, 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 the last time I checked, is number four class in the country. And um, I, I, I you, you have to hold on to five star safety Peyton Bowen, but you know, the, the way things are trending, I do think they're going to sign their first top five class since.
0: 2013 10 years so um despite that 0 and 2 start things are still looking up yeah no question about it thank you for the kind words there mike to get us started tonight guys on 3.com does have notre dame's class still at number four for 2023 so there's no no need to get too worried just yet and guys as we make the move here to On3, i got to tell you about some of these tools that you can access as well. Be sure to check out our recruiting predictor machine. You might hear the On3 RPM. It's a really cool feature we have now to give you a better idea of what guys are thinking. Our experts make their predictions, so be sure to go check that out. You know, and one recruit that Notre Dame fans have been very interested in for a long time here. I know you had the chance to see him this weekend as well down there in St. Louis. Jeremiah Love, a running back. They're out of Christian Brothers College. As you see there, guys, he's rated as the number five running back in the entire class. Number 63 overall and the number two player in the state of Missouri. I had the chance to visit, followed you back up to South Bend and and visit the Notre Dame, fighting Irish this weekend as well. You know, a lot of upsets around the country. Notre Dame, of course, one of them there, losing to Marshall. A difficult weekend for recruits to be there spectating the program. But does that have an effect, the loss to Marshall on his recruitment at all? And, you know, where does his thoughts on Notre Dame stand at this point? So this is something I always have said with
1: with recruiting. Coming off of a loss, I'll always be asked, "How does this affect things?" You know, obviously, the win is preferred. But if Notre Dame loses to Marshall and has scored thirty-one points through two games, if I'm a big-time running back, the number sixty-three player nationally, number five ball carrier, like Jeremiah Love, you know what I'm thinking. Man, I can get in there and I can play from day one because Notre Dame needs an explosive playmaker like me. And from my conversation with Love and sources close to that recruitment, that is exactly the feeling that um look if I'm Jeremiah Love, I'm not making a decision on some game that I wasn't even a part of. You know, like he is he could be the reason. That Notre Dame beats Marshall. So if a young man loves Notre Dame for Notre Dame, a result like this, and I would even say even a, a not great season, it's not going to deter Notre Dame in a big way. So um I'm still riding with Notre Dame here. Um, he's visiting AM this weekend. Huge weekend in college station. They're hosting Miami. That's gonna be a big one. Um, but I unless AM really blows him away. Um, when, when you talk about the Aggies, there's always that NIL factor. So there's, a, there's that little bit of uncertainty. I wouldn't call a lock to Notre Dame, but I would certainly peg Notre Dame as the favorite in that on three RPM, which you just mentioned, Trey, is fi- heavily favoring the Fighting Irish.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Jeremiah Love, like you said, one of these guys that you know why not go take a chance on Notre Dame and and get in there and make an impact right away. Texas a and another school he is very interested in. They got upset as well this weekend, so he will be taking a trip down there to College Station to check that out. Uh, you know Jeremiah, I love one of these guys. You can see it here on the tape, guys. Such an explosive running back. Gonna be excited to to continue to follow his recruitment as well. I believe 90.2% is uh, his RPM at the moment. That is the Notre Dame. So. Um, you know, certainly uh, favoring Notre Dame at this point, as far as the RPM goes. And, you know, there's a couple wide receivers that were in this game as well here. You got the chance to see, Mike. Before we take a look at those guys, I want to tell you guys about a cool story that you need to check out as well here. The Leprechauns game day at Notre Dame. What a fun story for the family, an officially licensed Notre Dame's children's book. It's inspired by a former Notre Dame Leprechaun himself, Mike Brown. Uh, like I said, officially licensed children's book, guys. This is going to showcase the beautiful pageantry of Notre Dame on a football Saturday. You can follow Leprechaun on an adventure from step off into the tunnel and onto Notre Dame's field as he leads the team to an Irish victory. Guys, this is filled with delightful illustrations that bring the magic of Notre Dame's campus to life for young readers. This charming read aloud picture book is a celebration of the true fighting Irish spirit and the perfect gift for Notre Dame alumni, families, and fans of all kinds of the Fighting Irish. To check this out, guys, go visit www.lepgameday.com and enter BG22. That's BG22 to get your author-signed copy today. Again, go to lep slash and enter BG22 to get a personally signed copy of the Leprechaun's Game Day at Notre Dame today. Maybe I'm going to check out a copy here myself uh, as well. Mike and you know as we talk about some of these other wide receivers I hope they're looking forward to some of these game days at Notre Dame as well a couple of really talented wide receivers in this game Jeremiah McClellan and Ryan Wingo as well both out of the class of 2024 both on three four star recruits now McClellan the number 31 wide receiver in the class of 2024 Wingo the number four wide receiver and the number one player in the state of Missouri two big time recruits here Where's their recruitment standing? You know, just kind of your thoughts after the weekend getting to see them. Yeah, so let's start
1: with Wingo. And, guys, this was a, a barn burner of a game. Um, it was there this past Friday night. Christian Brothers won something it's like 65 to 31. So a uh, big plays all over the field. Uh, so I'll actually take a we'll look at McClellan first for YouTube audience. And um, he was outstanding working from the slots. Um, Wildcat quarterback, you'll see footage of him. Um Someone that is not, like, when you look at, like, media coverage, it's not discussed as a ton as, like, a number one target on the receiver board. But after seeing him and then he's picked up, I want to say, he just got Ohio State, Oklahoma, like, his stock is rising. He's been to Notre Dame a couple of times already. He gushed about the Irish when I talked to him after the game, um, really connecting with receivers coach Chancey Stuckey. So uh, again, stock up for Jeremiah McClellan. Um, yeah, they, I, I love him from the slot. My comparison for him for Irish fans is think about um, a mix between the consistency and steadiness of Avery Davis with like the explosiveness and shifty ability um, of Lorenzo Styles. And I think that's a, a, a pretty lofty comparison. Like, I, I have high hopes. Um, for this young man at the next level. And yeah, as far as his recruitment goes, it's still pretty wide open, but do think that Notre Dame um, is in a pretty good position for him. And then uh, I think shifting over to Ryan Wingo, he's the one who Notre Dame fans know the most about um, in terms of 2024 wide receivers. And uh, you know his offense struggled, even though they put up over 30 points, they, they struggled to really get the ball moving their biggest play-making was just throw a throw a nine route to to wingo and 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 let him go make a play um so i was impressed with him scored two touchdowns on the night my arch nemesis in this world right now is the coach who got in front of my shot all this video i took he got in front of my shot of wingo's um first touchdown um but you know I'll, i'll forgive him for now um in terms of the recruiting process I have a prediction in for Notre Dame to land Ryan Wingo. It's an early prediction. I would say it's a little bit of a projection, but from what I'm told from sources close to Wingo and those on the Notre Dame side of things, uh, Notre Dame's the team to beat and you see the on three RPM reflects that 83.8% in favor of Notre Dame. But I reported this week that he's going to be at the Notre Dame Stanford game in October. He's got some other visits as well. So, It's not Notre Dame in a landslide here, Um, but again, I I do believe that um, in reading the pulse of this recruitment, the Irish are in the lead right now.
0: Yeah, like you said, at 83.8%, you see it there, Arkansas, Missouri in the mix, but what a big get this would be for the Fighting Irish. The number 12 player in the class, again, the number four wide receiver and the number one player in the state of Missouri. Uh, Now, you know, we know Jeremiah Love had the chance to visit this past weekend, but some big time visits coming up. This weekend as well really one big time visit we're focused on Tayshawn Lyons uh, also in the class of 2023 on three four star as well and the number 24 player in the state of California what are you looking forward to this weekend with Tayshawn Lyons it's a big one
1: Notre Dame's got three outstanding receivers committed Rico Flores Braylon James and Jaden Greathouse they wanted that fourth to be Ronan Hannafin from Massachusetts he ended up committing to Clemson Notre Dame turns to Tayshaun Lions. and talk about this RPM Notre Dame 97.5% in large part due to a prediction that I have so I've got Notre Dame landing Lions Wingo um uh, love I mean it's like Notre Dame is trending for these big time offensive weapons and um you, you can see the priority that Marcus Freeman's putting on improving the offense in these recruiting classes. I know Irish fans wish some of these guys were on the team right now, but you're gonna have to wait a little bit. But Lions, it's an official visit. It's gonna be his first time on campus. I would assume his player host will be uh, cornerback Tariq Bracy, who is actually Lions' cousin. Uh, Lions also has a another cousin who was on the uh, uh, Notre Dame track and field team. Um, a couple years back, I believe. So it, it's a really big one. I, you would assume, unless Lyons is able to get out for the Clemson game or or something like that, that this is his only visit to Notre Dame that'll take before he'll sign in, in December. So it, it's very important that Notre Dame rolls out the red carpet, ha- has a great showing on Saturday or I guess, as I mentioned earlier, doesn't have a great showing and and then can say, Hey, Tayshaun, this is why we need you. Um, and just, yeah, puts on a good visit for him and his family. So gets in Saturday heads out Monday again, big visit. I also want to note he's from Northern California and the Irish are playing Cal a Northern California school. So I do think it could kind of be a good statement for Notre Dame to beat down Cal in front of them.
0: Yeah. Show him. uh, You know, that the Irish can defeat the hometown team here. Like you said, a huge weekend for Notre Dame to make an impression on Tayshawn Lions. 97-5, though, like you said. You have Notre Dame getting Lions, the receivers, Love as well. That that would be a huge addition to this class that is already in the top five. I guess 2023 would include just Love and Lions there. But still, to have a, a top five class, the first one since 14, would be a big deal. You know, as we kind of look to the weekend in general here, what else are you looking out for? Notre Dame? Of course, going to be hosting Cal this weekend. They will have Lions, but there'll be some other visitors as well. And and just in general around the country, who are you looking out at uh, as far as the Irish goes recruiting-wise?
2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. So I mean, up on the screen, we got Peyton Bone. He's the you know highest ranked player in Notre Dame's class. Like I mentioned, he's going to be, um, did I mention this? No, no. I was talking about Jeremiah love <laughs> he's, he's, I, I'm struggling with this one. He's, he, I know he's visiting Oklahoma and A&M. I can't remember the weekend. So he was either at Oklahoma last weekend and an A&M this weekend, or it's flipped. But Peyton Bowen on the road, Notre Dame's battling Oklahoma and A&M for that five-star talent. So that's a key one. And in terms of um, who Notre Dame is hosting, it, so this is what I've been reporting going back a couple months, is that these, you know, your Marshall, your Cal, like your UNLV – Not marquee big-time visitor weekends, but there's going to be that one big-time recruit that Notre Dame's really able to roll out the red carpet for. Last week, it was Jeremiah Love taking an unofficial visit. And then, you know, he had a couple of commits, and then you're going to have loads of 2024 and 2025 prospects. It's really the same this weekend. Tayshawn Lyons coming in for an official visit, meaning that Notre Dame is paying his way out there. They're able to put him in a nice hotel and wine and dine him the whole weekend. Um, and, and then you're going to have a few commitments, Drake Bowen, um, the linebacker commitment from Maryville, Indiana, Devin Hugh is going to come up for his first Notre Dame com- uh, game, a defensive lineman um, originally from Canada, now in Hagerstown, Maryland at St. James school, Ben Minnick, Cincinnati, Lakota West, um, safety pledge for the Irish Cam Williams 2024 receiver commit um, from Chicago land. So those are the commits. You got the big time target and the lions. There's a defensive end recruits um, by the name of Austin Alexander, who's a, a 20. I don't know if I just mentioned his class 2025 um, edge rusher. Notre Dame had him for a camp in early June. Um, and I'm told that the Irish is, uh, the staff is very intrigued by his talents Um, So he will make it in. So, yeah, again, it's not a a star-studded recruiting weekend like Clemson will be on November 5th. But I bet if you look at this visitor list in like a year from now, year and a half, you're like, oh, wow, look at all these 2024s who were not big-time prospects at this point. Notre Dame had them on campus and even in the 2025 class as well. It's like, man, Notre Dame got on these guys early, and then when Notre Dame did eventually offer them a scholarship, they had already been to Notre Dame. They've seen Touchdown Jesus. They've seen the Golden Dome. They've been inside Notre Dame Stadium. So it's definitely good from that aspect.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing Touchdown Jesus as well right now. I meant to compliment you on the background there, Mike. Excellent stuff. Uh- I, I, get, I get asked about this a lot, Trey.
1: Is that a um, virtual background? You know, when I move my head, you never see any, you know, pixelated thing. No, that's 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 a fat head. This is on my... <laughs> wall of my guest bedroom. So, you know, my father-in-law who does not care for Notre Dame much, I always like to say, Hey, you know, you're, you know, you're you're, you're, you're sleeping next to touchdown Jesus basically. So yeah. I know we'll he dedicate
0: a whole wall to it for you. I love it. It's uh, it really is going to be a fun weekend, a big one. And it's kind of cool to see, you know, some of these guys that maybe we're not talking about as much right now, a year from now, you know, a year and a half from now where they end up. So guys be sure follow Mike on Twitter if you have not done so. And like I said, Join our website, guys. Right now, just a dollar. Blue and Gold is going to have full coverage on this weekend and everything else you need to know about the world of Notre Dame recruiting. I think it's time to get to some of these questions here in the comments. I see you have a few of them start up. And guys, keep getting these questions in for us. We're going to be taking them as the show continues on here. So be sure to let us know what you guys are thinking and and any thoughts that you want answered here as well. I think we're going to start it out with Anthony Reed. He wants to know about Jaden Osberry. Osberry out of the state of Louisiana, a Baton Rouge at University Lab there, uh, the number 10 player in the state of Louisiana. What are your thoughts here on Osberry? Is he looking elsewhere at this point?
1: Yeah, Notre Dame fans, make sure you guys get these comments um, if you're with us live. Um, you know, I'm not too worried about this one. Look, his brother who I think like a, probably something like 11 months, 12 months separates them in age. So they're very close. His brother is a freshman quarterback at Auburn. They're going to Auburn games. It's that's not a surprise. The, the Osbury family is going there to, to, to see Austin. Like, so like I, I believe his visit last week, I read um, at the uh, Auburn on three site was not even a recruiting visit. They just went as a family. Like they didn't do that whole part of it. Now, you know I believe he's he's taking more visits and they will have that aspect where he gets to sit down with the coaches and they're gonna you know try to convince him to flip but look Osberry he he committed to Notre Dame over Auburn. I, I just I don't know what new is, is they're gonna be able to say or do that will convince him to flip. It would just be something of I want to play with my brother. And I want to stay close to home. Like that's that's it for me. I mean, the close to home thing is. I mean, his high school is literally on LSU's campus, and his dad works there. So I, I think he wants to get out and experience something different. I know Notre Dame is very aware that Osbury is taking these other trips, and they're working on you know making sure he's solid with the Fighting Irish. So. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about Osberry looking elsewhere. I, I would be much more concerned if I'm a Notre Dame fan about Peyton Bowen um, than Jaden Osberry at this point.
0: No, yeah, well, you know, it's funny. I think we actually have a question here about Peyton Bowen. Why isn't the QBs not taken in the portal a real talking point or show at this point? Why do you think Indy will hold on to Peyton Bowen? Yeah, so a couple
1: couple things there from Chris. We'll start with the Peyton Bowen um, talk. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say that I haven't on this. It's, it's kind of just a, a, a matter of what, what's he going to do. He, he's committed to Notre Dame on paper. He's visiting these other schools. Is he going to come out and say, hey, I'm shutting things down and I'm not going to visit any other school? No. I think this is going to be something that just kind of goes on until National Signing Day. I'm told that Peyton this five-star, uh, number 24 overall player, number two safety, is going to be on campus for the Clemson game. Um, when the Irish host Dabo Sweeney's um, program in November, but again, like I mentioned, Oklahoma AM visits in September. Does he say, "Hey, I want to go visit Alabama program"? He's been to since he's committed to the Irish. So, I, I, I just I, it 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 depends on who you talk to. I talked to Notre Dame sources. You know, th- those folks feel that you know the communication with Bone's been fantastic and Notre Dame's gonna hold on to him. You talk to people connected to AM and Oklahoma, and it's a whole different story. You know, those folks think that Bone's gonna flip. So again, it it really just depends on on who you talk to. So we're just in a waiting mode. I I I mean Notre Dame is pulling out all the stops, doing whatever they can to keep him committed because he's such a big time five-star prospect. But it's his decision at the end of the day, and um, it's very much to be determined.
0: That one's going to be fun to watch there as well. And like you said, extremely determined at this point, just a 51.2% there on our RPM tracker. We got a question about the secondary here. Is there any guys in the secondary that that Notre Dame is going after that have not committed to this point? Yeah, so Notre Dame,
1: um, is is it what, 5 five defensive back commitments, you know, you got three safeties and Peyton Bowen, Ben Minnick, and a Don Schuler in the two corners, Christian Gray and uh, Micah Bell. So I don't see Notre Dame taking five. So the the question here from Riley is more of, are they looking at backup plans if Peyton Bowen flips? Like when word started getting out that five-star edge, Keon Keely was looking Elsewhere, and there's buzz that he might flip, Notre Dame started offering other guys. Uh, I think, what, three. You had Blake Purchase, who ended up committing to Oregon. Jaden Moore, who also ended up committing to Oregon. And then Caleb Herring, who was already committed to Tennessee. So Notre Dame started to kind of get the ball rolling on that. Do they do that on Peyton Bowen is the question. If, if you see a safety prospect out there tweet out, hey, I just picked up an offer from Notre Dame. He's in the 2023 class. I think that's going to be telling on where Notre Dame thinks it stands for Bowen. But until that happens, um, my my answer to the question is, you know, no. There's no one that Notre Dame is going after that hasn't committed to them yet at that spot. But I think they would be unwise to kind of start getting the ball rolling on, looking at who they could pick up if Bowen decommits. They have three safeties committed. I'm told three safeties is what they want. It's not a situation where, oh, um, we really wanted two, but this guy is too good to turn down. No, they want three safety. So if Bowen goes elsewhere, they're going to replace him.
0: Yeah. Guys, Mike Singer is the leader in Notre Dame recruiting coverage. And we thank you guys for being here with this show. But go follow him on Twitter, at Singer. Going to be providing the latest updates there for you as this weekend goes on the rest of this football season. And the recruiting cycle never ends, as you know, Mike. So guys, go follow him there to always stay in the know. If we have a question about the defensive line. Up next year, again, from R. Riley, is Notre Dame going after any defensive line recruits that we don't know about quite yet?
1: Yes. Yes, is my answer. But I wouldn't say like target like they've offered. and They're really trying to flip behind the scenes or anything like that. It's more of um, Notre Dame lost that commitment from the five-star edge, Keon Keeley, at that Viper position, and they are looking to replace him. Notre Dame has four defensive line commitments, uh, more hybrid guys and like, Oh, is he a, a nose, nose guard or a defensive tackle, or is he a strong side end or, um, you know, three tech defensive tackle. So they're, they're kind of um, have those mold players in the mold, but not a true Viper like Keon Keely, um, who again decommitted from the Irish a few weeks back. So Notre Dame looking to fill that void, you know, like Jaden Moore from California, who I mentioned a minute ago, who committed to Oregon, I believe Notre Dame is still going to recruit him, but I am told that they are evaluating senior tape. I I also want to add that, look, I don't think with this Viper spot that they have left, I don't think Notre Dame is going to be able to sign some top 100 player. I I think it's going to be someone who is a little bit more of a late riser, maybe some like 6'6", 215 pound guy that you have to develop and bulk him up. That's more of what I see for who Notre Dame might be able to get. But look, the the quick rundown on what's left for 2023 is Notre Dame needs a quarterback, get Jeremiah Love, get Tayshawn Lyons, get an edge, and then hold on to everyone else. Yeah. That's, that's really the gist. Um, so it's like Notre Dame's class is mostly done, but also a lot more to do.
0: Yeah. A high ceiling really with the rest of the way here for this Notre Dame class. And, You know, guys, keep getting these questions in. we got a few more minutes left in the show, and we want to continue to to answer your guys' questions. Like I said at the top, if you're wondering why you can't comment right now, that's because you need to subscribe for us. Hit that subscribe button, join our page, and you'll have full access to those comments, guys. Get those questions in for us. I kind of got a question here of my own for you, Mike. How have you noticed the change in recruiting from Brian Kelly to now Marcus Freeman? You know, was it an immediate turnover? Marcus Freeman, of course, part of the staff already, but how different has this year been? (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, it, it's it's a lot different. You're you're it's a complete um, change. I, I mean, br- I mean, let's just look at it from this way. You, you got Brian Kelly, an older, offensive minded coach who does not like to recruit a ton. And you look at Marcus Freeman, what half of Brian Kelly's age, yeah. defensive minded coach, and a dog on the recruiting trail. I mean, that is his forte. Everything is recruiting. I mean, it, that's, that's the number one, two and three priority. Of I mean, of course, coaching the games and winning games. That's, that's obviously, um, you know, what, what's most important, but like, I mean, if he's not coaching practice, he's not coaching the game. This dude is like, how can we get the best players in here to Notre Dame? And, um, yeah, Marcus Freeman doing a fantastic job on the recruiting trail. Um, A lot of energy in the program, but as well as that offseason went for Notre Dame and all the good things that Freeman did, making Notre Dame cool again, as a lot of the media pundits have said, you gotta win games. Brian Kelly, for as unlikable as he was, you know, post-2016 did not lose, you know, games to Marshall. You know, last year they almost lost to Toledo, but did come out victorious 32 to 29. And, and now Marcus Freeman off to an 0-3 start, um, you know, of course, including the Fiesta Bowl last year. So, um, yeah, plenty of energy, great recruiting, but Notre Dame needs to win some football games. And, uh, you know, for the Irish' sake, hopefully that starts this weekend against Cal.
0: Yeah, no, it's well said. I think it is truly a new energy, and it's been exciting to watch, exciting to follow here, guys. Like I said, you need to follow at Mike T. Singer on Twitter to stay in the know and get those latest updates, guys. And I'll say it one more time for you because it is such an unbelievable deal. One dollar for an entire year of coverage. You can just go to blueandgold.com and sign up right at the top of the page as as we continue to make this transition. With On3, Mike, as we close out the show tonight, just your final thoughts on on everything um, coming up this weekend and and anything else you're excited for in the world of Notre Dame recruiting.
1: Yeah, I'm headed to Charlotte Friday um, to check out 2024 tight end commit um, Jack Larson, um, who, uh, picked the Irish, uh, back in, uh, was that July? Yeah. So yeah, that'll be fun. I'll have, uh, you know, good bit of articles and videos and, and whatnot to, um, uh, to post on our website about that. So that'll be good. And then I know Saturday after the cow game, will be live on YouTube with myself and Tim Hyde to talk about the game Sunday night, myself and Mike Goolsby will review the game. So, yeah, just a lot of good content coming up on our Blue and Gold YouTube channel. Um, after after we get done with this live show, I'm going to start uh, editing up video um, uh, of the press conference Marcus Freeman had Thursday, as well as Tyler Horkas' takeaways. Got a weekend visitor preview article I'll have. Um, Tim Hyde will give his final thoughts, observations, and more of the Notre dame Cow game. We'll have that video up uh, Friday. So, yeah, lots of good stuff on our Blue and Gold YouTube page and website, so you're going to want to make sure you check it
0: out. Guys, you heard it. Go check all that stuff out. So much content out right now. So be sure to go to blueandgold.com today. And while you're on your way out, hit that like button for me one more time. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page because we got a lot of content coming out on this side as well. For Mike Singer, my name is Trey Yannity. This has been the Notre Dame Recruiting Update. Have a good night, everybody.